0: And welcome back to Once Upon a Timing, your podcast about ogre wars, poorly thought-out Valentine's Day cards, and a rose that is made from a person. I am Beth Elderkin, and I'm joined as always by the lovely Abby. Abby, how are you doing? You can't just blindly... I mean, it's
1: it's very suave to pull the card out without looking, but you, why would you carry both? It's... Uh, I'm very frustrated with Charming, and I'm very frustrated with Rumpel this, uh, this whole uh, week,
0: So I'm frustrated, but I'm good otherwise. (laughs) Yes, we are talking about Season 1, Episode 12, Skin Deep. And this is where we get the introduction to one of the main characters of the series, and that is Belle. And we have a reinterpretation of Beauty and the Beast. Although unlike previous fairy tales that we've gotten, this one is has the closest ties to the Disney version, or rather one close tie in the form of a cup. A cup. Oh, and wardrobe (laughs) cup and wardrobe. Oh, very much wardrobe. This is, this is the first one where we're like, we're going to lean into the Disney clothing. Oh, so I've discovered,
1: by the way, it's just random caveat uh, or random side note. I've discovered an entire subgenre of YouTube videos. That's just talking about uh, period clothing. And how it's wrong in different movies. And I'll tell you what. Emma Watson's bell dress. Dozens. Upon dozens of movies. Of people just screaming about it. It's
0: fantastic. <laughs> I've actually seen some of those videos. They are they are interesting to watch. Although sometimes you're just like. Come on guys just let it go. Oh yeah. 100%. You know.
1: <laughs> but it, well, the first time I discovered I was like. Ooh. Because the first one I found was like. Just uh, tearing apart little women. And I was like. Oh my goodness. Like.
0: <laughs> The
1: wardrobe. So anyway,
0: yes. Well, Abby, we are going to go ahead and start in a modern day storybook. We'll get to those fairy tale stories of Belle and her beast later on. But first, we're going to have a different form of beast. Like a mob beast. Yeah. And he's you know, a guy a, named just, Mo French. It's Mo just, French. Which just, I died. Mo French.
1: Uh, he just, he just you know, it's almost Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. and uh you know we got a local florist or just a guy i'm unclear about this uh just a guy with a thousand dollars worth of roses in the back of his van
0: oh no he has a business the business is called game of thorns fantastic
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i guess that would mean that all he does is sell roses which i have i again this is a lot of in-universe questions of, like, do they get supplies from the outside world? Like, do these flowers get supplied to him? Or are they somehow in the middle of winter? Is he have a greenhouse in which he grows all these flowers? But then why would he be concerned a $1,000? about? Just uh, so many
0: questions. I want to know about the supply chain in Storybrooke. That's a really good question. Because so, Emma's apparently the first person who's ever come into town. But where the hell did all these roses come from? Yeah. So
1: apparently, I'm going to guess he has some sort of... Uh, very large greenhouse in which he can grow these, mm-hmm. but you know, cause Storybrooke is humongous, but very, very tiny, all at the exact same time. He has all of the what well, somehow, Beth, he has not paid his rent on the van or the
0: or the I, I the don't business? know. They're, I'm guessing I Emily, mean, I wonder if it's like a mobile mobile floral business, but you know, I, I'm guessing he has like a flower shop. But they're doing a stand because it's Valentine's Day and you know the truck is a vital part of the business. That's fair. So 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 obviously, on Valentine's
1: Day, what with a with a truck full of um merchandise, the person that you owe rent to is going to just take your it's gonna take your van. See you yeah. later. Because he is having a bad day, Beth. Rumple I'm sorry, Mr. Gold, uh, he's feeling a little thorny on. Valentine's Day. He don't like other people getting roses. Er, Like, he's grumpy. (laughs) Just like how randomly grumpy he is in this episode in particular. Like, he's just like, Valentine's Day is just a Hallmark holiday.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you kind of almost half expect him to go out for the girls' night. Where it's just like,
1: screw them! We're all gonna
0: go out! We don't need him! We're just gonna go dancing! Just gonna eat chocolate and white claws! It's gonna be fine! I would... uh, die to see rumple as part of that girl's night i
1: would die oh could you imagine he be you know just be like it's like you know what i was talking about oh you don't want to date him why not oh you the the skeletons in his closet quite literally <laughs> <laughs> uh so he he decides to destroy valentine's day because this guy owes rent which we mm-hmm. then fi- we find out later hmm, this person has a past with him but in storybook or in, in the fairy tale land while this is happening Uh, Emma and Snow are having a a meeting in in Granny's. And they're just like, hey, how's Henry? Please, God, tell me how Henry is. I love Snow. (laughs) She's like, oh, he's fine. He's absolutely fine. And he's never been happier. And Emma looks just gutted. What? Oh, no. He cries about you in his sleep at night. But otherwise, picture of health.
0: I love this scene. I also found it really funny how Mary, Margaret, and David are sitting at separate tables, just, like, having a conversation. And then Ruby god bless ruby i'm waiting for the day she doesn't have to wear this work uniform because this actress deserves better than that um mm-hmm. uh, but she's like come on let's move the tables together no 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 we're not together no 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 we're actually we're not together i actually don't even like
1: him ew he's gross we're talking about books this is our book club we do it from socially distant yeah we're very big on social distance yeah they're so. they're ahead of the curve yeah, they are. I would, sorry, And then the thought I had in this was thinking about uh Ruby's wardrobe and just thinking, she'd be, if, if she was wearing, like, if she were still working at Granny's uh, during COVID, because COVID would obviously get into Storybrooke, they all are just, they can't socially distance for anything. Um, I definitely think she'd have the ones that has the tassels that hang from the front, like, it'd be a fashion one. Like, it'd be, it would work, but it would be fashion. Yes. <laughs> a mask, but make it fashion. So... You know, I guess Snow kind of likes this little arrangement she's got with Charming, uh, or David, rather, because she's just like, "Oh, it's nice. We get these moments together, and we can read books, and it's fun, and it's secret." And then she turned to, "Well, okay, we'll get, we'll get there." But then, um, poor Cinderella, whose name I don't remember, Ashley, yes, Ashley, yes, shows up. She's like, "Oh, I'm so tired." (laughs) baby sucked baby's terrible he (laughs) cries all the time i mean i love him so much but why is he always around speaking of now, always around you know who's not always around (laughs) my boyfriend it's terrible everything's hard and you know what again i i enjoy season one's real world problems because this is a real world problem a Mm -hmm. woman who is at home with her newborn uh, taking care of, of of the child because newborn babies take a lot of work, and the the boyfriend, the husband, the whatever, the 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 spouse, the significant other is out working trying to support the whole family and the whole crew because babies kind of expensive. They kind of expensive, and I've, it you know you can know this logically. You can be like, I know he's out there earning us money, but at the same time, I kind of wish he was here. Hmm, like, <laughs> hmm. It's a frustration. It's a real frustration. And this is what uh, Ashley is going through. Ashley is very frustrated that it's Valentine's Day and her boyfriend has to work. He hasn't even had time to ask her to marry him. And she just... And they're like, you you know what
0: we should do? (gasps) Girls night! Yes! None of us interact with each other. Let's go out and get drunk. (laughs) You know what? Ruby is a positive person. And you know what? They could have easily portrayed her as the mean girl. Oh, 100%. She's... She's just fun, and she wants to have a good time. Although I'm imagining she needs to get Ashley a fake ID, because last I remember, she was, like, 19 years old. Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, Who do you think I... she got it from, Mr. Gold? Mm-hmm. Probably Mr. Gold. Oh, probably. Or one of yeah. the dwarves. One
1: of the dwarves has to be in some sort of, like, basement ID forging <laughs> company that also, like, lined the pockets of Rumple somehow. Anyway.
0: I, I love how whenever we're trying to figure out who does what in town, by default, we always assume it's one of the dwarves. It's gotta
1: be one of the dwarves. There's seven of them. They have to all have jobs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they're they're very busy. They're very busy. Uh, so anyway, so they're gonna go out for a girls' night. Meanwhile, uh, R- Rumble has been robbed. Um, He's upset. Emma shows up. He's like, I know exactly who stole from me, and I know exactly what they stole from me.
0: After they have a
1: gun standoff. Oh, my God. Just (laughs) so dramatic. This whole episode is just razor thin, like, with stress, where you're just like, oh, Mm -hmm. my God. like There's a couple moments where you're just, like, genuinely uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, no, I knew what happened. She's like, okay. Uh, And she's trying to talk like a normal person. She's like, okay, cool. I can go arrest them as the... As the badge i this is my job and he's like no i'm gonna am I'm gonna kill him i'm gonna kill him and i'm gonna ri- i'm gonna skin him alive and i'm gonna hang his corpse from there like, whoa whoa, hey we're a land of law what are you talking about <laughs> i was like like hold on oh, hold the brakes hold hold on. let's just tell me who it is no and so she ends up figuring out who it is she finds the the stuff, like and he's like look it's a dinette set and he's like there's something missing flips a table Because someone has taken something very precious to him. And he knows exactly who took it. It's the flower man. Because when you embarrass somebody in the middle of the street. And take their business and strip them of their livelihood in front of all to see. Sometimes people have an axe to grind. And they steal cups. Yeah. And they're like, you know, I got to steal this uh, chipped cup. It's like, nice. Yeah, that'll get him right where it hurts. So he finds this man. And he puts him in the back of the van he has repossessed, and he takes them to, I think, the charming little cabin that Charming and Snow had gone to late earlier.
0: Yeah, and I pers- think this is confirmation yeah. that this was Mister Gold's cabin. Yeah, like okay. this is this is his murder cabin. This is his murder cabin. Yeah. Speaking of murder cabin, yeah, he
1: goes. I mean, he lost his mind. Oh my God. His little cup with a chip is missing, and he is going to beat. The ever-loving hell out of this man, and he's obviously so. In the point of view of the the uh, Rose man, he doesn't. He just thinks he stole some stuff from a guy that everyone's afraid of. So I, I could see that there'd be a genuine amount of fear. But then Rumple starts just like hitting him with his cane, just like not kind of hitting him. Like at one point, just sticks the cane on his trachea. And says, I'm going to ask you two questions. You need to answer them both. He asks a question and the guy says something else that doesn't answer the question. So then Mr. Gold does the only reasonable thing that a man would do. Beats him near to death. Yeah, breaks bones. It, I mean, like, it was uncomfortable. I, like, I don't watch gore porn stuff. Like, I'm not big on any of that stuff. But that was, was tough to watch. Like, I, I, I would... I'm going to keep a tally on like grotesque horror movie, like things that happen. And cause they peter out towards the end. Like there's mm-hmm. not a whole lot of questionable what the hell stuff starts happening. But this was genuinely like, whoa, it went on for like maybe five or 10 seconds too long for me.
0: <laughs> I was just like, yeah. I,
1: I I got it.
0: It reminded it. me of like misery when she breaks yeah. his legs. Like, but with more rage, he was yeah. he was wailing on Mo French. Mo's he was wailing French. on him, and and well, all. Meanwhile, yeah. he's saying like, "You, what did you do to her? Where is she? You took her away." And and the the the, the he's like, "What are you talking about? Yeah, what the hell? You, you've forgotten about
1: her, you monster!" But but then that begs the question, Beth
0: is she i think i have the answer to that Ooh, i'm so excited we i mean we already talked about her so i know so I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> i know I'm sorry. No, i've already forgotten <laughs> so she is belle the daughter of sir maurice <laughs> sir mo french <laughs> sir mo french <laughs> he's always good for a laugh and uh, a failure in the ogre wars so apparently the ogre wars are like either still happening or this is like ogre wars 2.0
1: also, that would. I thought about that, and I was like, "We had this conversation about like what the timeline was and how that would make Bell even older than a lot of these characters." Like, yeah, but then that also puts Regina in the end of the Ogre War. It's uh, so many timelines. I'm going to delve into the timeline at some point, and we will we will talk about some of this stuff
0: because it confuses me still. I'm guessing that maybe the ogres came back and this was like oh. a second second war, or that the ogres just did various wars. Like, Ogre Wars 2, Electric Boogaloo, got it. Yeah, because she's dressed as the Evil Queen, so there's it would have happened after she became the Evil Queen. And then presumably she's holding Belle. We'll get to that. Um, but yeah, so I'm guessing like this isn't the Ogre Wars, this is an Ogre Wars. Hmm. But in any case, the Ogres are coming. And they have sent out for someone who can help. Gee, I wonder who it could be. Guys, it's Rumpelstiltskin. It could be anybody. Oh, no, never mind. No, it's, Rumpelstiltskin. it's Rumpelstiltskin, though. <laughs> oh, but it could have been anybody, and but I it do was lo- him. I do love his entrance because, you know, they open the door. And you have Sir Gaston there, just a little shit, shit bag. And, and then it's like, oh, no one's there. And then he's sitting on the throne, just, you know, comfortable as can be. Because he's just a cool guy, you guys. Rimple's First of all, cool. this version
1: of Gaston is not a shithead because he's played by the affable gentleman from Psych, and I couldn't get by that. So I was like, oh, this is a nice I like this Gaston. To be fair, I don't think he's done any he didn't do anything weird as Gaston in this. Like he didn't he wasn't exactly a chauvinist if I I, I didn't gather that from this it was just like this is just a guy that's arranged married to Belle and she's not into it. Like
0: yeah, I mean, Belle kind of talks smack about him, yeah. but she could also just be doing that to make Rumple feel better. Like ah. she could just be like being like, "Oh, this, yeah, he's, he's, like he's not a cool guy." I mean, like you might be a cool guy, but like he's so he, not like, cool with like you. Like,
1: yeah, no, like he all he does is eat eggs and tell you how many eggs he ate. It's super weird. <laughs> We're we're so strapped financially because of the sheer number of eggs that he eats. But based on the cholesterol, his heart will give out eventually. It's great.
0: Well, Sir Maurice wants to make a deal with Rumpelstiltskin for the protection of their people. Uh, and he will do it, but he won't do it for money because as he puts it, he makes gold. So that's kind of stupid. But he will do it in exchange for Belle becoming a lifetime servant in his home, which seems like a rough bargain. Like, he's getting the better end of that deal.
1: Yeah, that's just like, uh, I need a servant. That's the only woman in the room. I'll take her. It's like,
0: uh, oh, hmm. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and at first, he says, no fucking way. This ain't gonna happen. Gaston's like, sword fight! Get out! And Rebel says, okay, bye-bye. And Babel because she is brave, and for other reasons we're going to get to that were kind of weird. <laughs> she goes, I will do it, because no one decides my fate but me. And I choose to have my fate be as a servant in this weird guy's house for all of time. There I, they I go! I, 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 you got, it, like, so, so
1: Gaston, this woman would rather... <laughs> Be an indentured servant for the rest of her life to this strange little glitter man than mm-hmm. to be your wife. Burn, dude. Burn.
0: It's not, I mean, you know what? Deal struck. That's what he Deal does. Deal struck. I he, love, he
1: basically, I mean, just short of just like verbal contracts are binding and disappearing them away both at the same time. Just
0: like, ah, she said she'd do it. It's BAY! <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> That's how this works. Bye. No backsees. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Well, they head back to Rumpel's mighty estate. He shows her to her room, which is basically a dungeon cell, which is really Excellent. messed up. And he locks her in. And you're just like, is this what's going to happen? Like, it, did, did he just want to lock someone in a room? Like, what is this? Yeah. It, it was a weird power trip thing I did not care for. Uh, But later on, we see her serving him tea while still in her ball gown. (laughs) It takes her a while to get into normal clothes.
1: Well, she probably didn't bring any with her, so he had to like appear some for her or something.
0: I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Well, she is pouring him tea, and he starts making jokes about um, murdering children and skinning them a lot, you know, skinning them and stuff. So she, you know, she drops a teacup because that's fucked up, and it she chips it. And she's like, oh do no, a chip and he goes, It's fine, it's just a cup. And we go, It's chip. It's chip. I feel again. like I wanna first of all I wanna look
1: through because the chip appears a couple of times uh throughout the series. I need to double check. I feel like chip changes. I feel like I don't remember chip looking like this. I feel like I remember chip looking like something else. Mm, maybe uh, the maybe the chipped cup chipped
0: more and they had to do it. Yeah, chip, I just it.
1: feel like the, the model of it's yeah, just like well this one Oh, it's chipped. This one's the chipped one. Here you go. Like, this isn't this is false scrap. This isn't the cup. Ah, I don't care. Uh yeah, I just love because you're just like, oh yeah. And then I was like, oh chip. And then I remembered his terrible fate. Spoilers, guys, it's the worst.
0: <laughs> well, later on, she is now in her little town. It's a quiet village garb. And she is cleaning the curtains and trying to rip them down because she wants to let a little bit of light in. Uh, he does not care for that. <laughs> Did you nail these shut?
1: Yeah. I this this interaction was. I love that interaction. Would you nail these shut? Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Sunlight. Ew. Yeah. Ew.
0: And then and then you know he has that sad moment where he's he's on his spindle and she's like he's like I use it to forget and she says what are you trying to forget and then he just chuckles and like oh well, I guess it worked like this is this is I like Rumple in his element. Where he's not, he's not like making a deal. He's not over presenting, but he's still doing his thing. Like it's, 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 it's Rumpel, uh, Rumpel after dinner drinks. It's like Rumpel at home. (laughs) Welcome
1: to my crib. Uh, I do like this and I was going to say something similar. I do like this because he brings Belle into his home. And he's clearly not really had anyone interacting with him on a personal level. So he just, like, only thing everyone knows is him going, "Mm -hmm, let's make a deal and being a little dancy around crazy guy who will just, like, strip the life from you if you wrong him. But at home, like, this is a very, like, he's got a very big introverted energy about him where it's just like, I just Mm -hmm. spent all of my energy being a crazy person. I want to come home, relax, spin some gold. Stop asking me about the curtains, woman. (laughs) Uh, because he, he's trying to, but he realizes that he still has to kind of perform a little bit. And he, I actually think this is really cool because you can see it slipping and then him like putting the shields back up, realizing he's talking to Belle. And I think it's great because she starts doing a, a, like a, I'm going to call it a girl move, but it's not really a girl move where it's like, Oh, I saw some little clothes. Did you have a son? Oh no. It's so hard for you. Just like, Oh, physical contact established. Oh no. Like she's doing, she's.
0: So good at this. And I love it. Yeah, she's definitely um, putting out the feelers to get him to to get his guard down. And this really starts with the moment that she pull, manages to pull a curtain down and then lands in his embrace. And then they share a look with each other. And you're like, oh, I see how this is. Da, da, da. <laughs> Something there that wasn't there before. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then cut to later on. uh She asks him about the small boy's clothes, and um, he. The oh,
1: answer would have been just like, "No, those are my chi- those are my childhood clothes. I just keep them." Next question, like we don't <laughs> well, have to delve into that She gave our, him our an pain. opening
0: for that. <laughs>
1: she I know, was like, are yours? I know. <laughs> know. Rumble just starts, and then Rumble just pours it out. I had a son. He's gone. I'm sad.
0: It's like, oh my god! She's like, I don't mind. Leave. well uh he tells her you know that he lost his son and the mother and she says oh i'm so sorry for you i'm sorry and she wants to know what he was like when he was an ordinary man but rumple jokes around that she just wants to find his weakness and she's like no because you're not a monster you're not a monster. I, I, I'm actually doing it more like a Jersey thing. I was going to say, what is this? No You're key, not a just monster. Like, <laughs> not a, she's not a
1: monster. Let's all go get our hands done uh later. I did like, because he goes, he. this is the first time we've ever, like, I mean, I think uh, he and Bay mentioned the mother at one point kind of casually, but they dropped the mother hint really hard here, where it's just like, mm-hmm. yes, I lost my son and his mother. And it was just one of those... I just kept um I've had Robin Williams on the brain recently. Um it's the anniversary of his death. But I love Hook the first terrible of a movie as that is, and mm. all I could just hear in the back of my mind was hook, hook, hook,
0: hook. Like it's coming. <laughs> We're marching closer to the hook, the hook, the hook. I'm so excited that's gonna be that's gonna be some good
1: shit once that story comes that's a really good story oh I'm so excited I'm mm-hmm. so excited I can't I'm, I'm I just want to hear Killian say crocodile I love it so much anyway we're getting ahead of ourselves <laughs> he just th- my favorite part that happens here is that Bell starts unearthing stuff and then Rumple just like freaks out he's like you know what here's a basket leave and never come
0: back <laughs> see you later <laughs> well before that happens there's a knock on the door and Rumple goes to investigate And there at the door, we see Gaston with his sword drawn, ready to strike. But before he can literally say, like, five words, Rumpel just turns him into a rose. Just boop. I thought it was going to be turned into an insect or something, but I feel like a rose is so much goddamn worse because he gives it to Belle. Oh, my
1: God. And then, and then, because Belle takes care of flowers and knows what she's supposed to do, chops his legs off. I know! He was horrified (laughs) he can never come back now just to open back up it's just half a person
0: (laughs) (laughs) kill me you know (laughs) why it was so fucked up i don't don't think they thought i mean i'm not gonna say they didn't think this through because that that implies that this was like a bad choice although i don't care for it it's a weird choice they didn't quite think through all the steps of what this actually means
1: you know what i'm gonna side with i'm gonna i'm gonna posit this theory they knew exactly what they were doing and they thought it was hilarious and i agree (laughs) because it was just like let's turn him into a rose because you know rose beating the beast and then she's gonna put it in a face well what do you do when you put it in a face we gotta cut the bottom off oh my god that's hilarious because it's such a statement when it happens it's not like it happens quietly like, she yep. stopped talking and... And it was just like, you could just hear the... Uh, like, I just saw Damien from Mean Girls doing the thing with the crown. Uh, like, uh. Oh, man. Yep, so so now her, her, her betrothed is now just sitting in water. Which then begs the question, does he die? Does he just... This is like, this flower lives forever.
0: See, that's... I don't know, and I don't know if we... I'm wondering if we find out... Uh, something, something is hitting my mind that he does come back with his legs, but that might I might be mistaken about that. I, do, I I feel like I remember him
1: also coming back again with his legs because that would have been just a weird through point. But, but yes.
0: <laughs> anyway, anyway. So this is when Rumple asks Belle the big question: Why did you agree to come with me, even though your father was refusing? And this was, uh, this was weird to me. Oh, oh, and also he asked about Gaston, which was really fucked up. It's like, hey, yeah, it's you're holding like, that rose. It's totally coincidence. It's not here, your dead fiance. I got you. I got you a flower. Also,
1: Gaston's kind of a shithead, right? <laughs> cool. <laughs> Take this flower. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, is it, do, does it sound like sobbing? No, that's just what no. roses sound like. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Roses scream. That's just yeah, what they do. Screaming constantly. You should cut the bottoms of them off. It makes it scream louder. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so she talks about how it was an arranged marriage and she wasn't really into him and found him kind of conceited. You know, he's not a cool guy like somebody else that she might know. Mm. But she says she did it because she wanted to be brave. She wanted, like, she's a woman. She can't do a lot of stuff. So this is kind of what I didn't really care for. I like how they're addressing systemic sexism in like fairy tale stories because that is a very true thing but the idea that a woman a woman's freedom is the freedom to to sacrifice her own life forever that's not like it's kind of the story of beating the beast but beating the beast did it better
1: yeah, because she was, she was sacrificing herself in the moment as opposed to being like, well, the only way to win this war is for you to go off and be a maid. Okay. Uh, because there wasn't even a plan uh, in the original Beauty and the Beast. It was just, she just, you know, says, no, you know, you no you can take me and lock me away forever. Like the, the deal was made up front with in this one of you're just going to be my servant. I feel like that's not, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not a one to one switch. But at the same time, I mean, you're right, 100%. I liked where they started with being like, yes, I wanted to do this because there's not a lot of opportunities uh, for a woman in this world to make a difference. This would have hit a lot harder if the next person she met was not a queen who did a hostile takeover. (laughs) The (laughs) The most insane menacing woman who comes from a line of menacing women. And, you know, like, there's so many powerful women that they don't seem to be faced with a whole lot of, like, there's not a lot of sexism that's being shown in the forest other than just like general lady stuff. Um, like you don't see like Snow White is never being, you know, other than being like, who oh, are your girl? Eh, I'm rambling. Uh, but this it just, it just hit weird. I think I like where they were trying to go with it. Like they were like, you know what? Feminism. But it just,
0: you're right. It just didn't hit right. It didn't hit right. And if you're trying to do the Beauty and the Beast story, Belle freaking ran. Like she left, and she didn't tolerate the Beast bullshit. At no point in this episode do we see Belle really challenging Rumple. She's just. She's like. She's like his life coach. She's like, tell me all about it. I'm just yeah. therapist. She's like his therapist, and and she's not, and. It's, she doesn't come across as very strong in this story, and they didn't know how to write her strongly. And so I just, I just didn't like, I liked what they were trying to do, but I don't think they succeeded in doing it. In a sense, no. of bad foundation.
1: No, I also, I also uh, question the idea that uh, in arranged marriage, the daughter of the king, I don't think she'd know how to do a damn chore if she tried. Like... <laughs> so so asking the the princess to be to be a, a maid is quite a challenge uh yeah this i I agree with you she she came off a lot um I'm gonna use the word meek because mm-hmm. she was definitely had like there's there's some strength in it. she definitely has some strength at the end in which she says something that she will continue saying for the rest of the season until she dies or the rest of the series until she dies. Uh, but other than that, it's just a lot of her just being kind of like big and bright eyed and, oh, let's open the curtain. Oh, I fell. Oh, tell me about your son. Oh, it's it's fine. (laughs) Like she just seems, and she's easily manipulated by the queen. Like this all makes her seem like a lot younger as well. It makes her seem Mm
0: -hmm. very, very, uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, if you're if you're trying to take inspiration from a Disney princess fairy tale and yet you're somehow less progressive than the Disney princess fairy tale, you're kind of missing the mark. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Cuz the bar is kind of low. It's a bar that you could trip over. So <laughs> exactly. Well, Rumpel decides to get, uh, to send her away so that she can go to town and get some straw Um, because she wants to know about his son and he's like, you know what? I'll tell you later. And I, this was actually the moment that I, I really liked from Rumpel where she says, Oh, do you trust me to come back? And he says, no, I expect to never see you again. Like I thought this was a very good moment. This was his beast. I let her go. And here I actually thought it was done really well. And it's weird that it was all in the same scene.
1: Oh, I know. Right. It was just like a <laughs> car crash and then it's fine. Uh, I agree. I agree that this was a lot better done. I like this a lot because there w- it was a softness to the way Rumple was saying it. And it definitely like, if, if it had been anybody else, if he had asked for, I don't know, Gaston randomly to be his manservant. And Gaston was there and serving him tea and breaking cups and ripping down curtains and stuff like that. He would hate him so much and then if gaston <laughs> took off he'd find gaston and turn him into a thousand roses and then cut all their stems off like it would just there would be retribution but this one it was just one of those he found it very endearing he what we later find out bell has a lot of resemblances to his uh his old wife or his not his old wife his deceased wife um and so there's a lot of softness in this because he's starting to kind of break down a little bit. He was just like, "No, leave. I I don't care if you never come back. I'm not even gonna hunt like hunt you down and skin you alive. Like it's not an, anything <laughs> like that. It was a very human moment of just like, please go because I'm really worried that if you stick around, something weird is gonna happen, and neither one of us are prepared to deal with it. <laughs> neither one of us have the emotional toolkit to deal with what's happening."
0: In the next scene, Belle is walking down the country lane toward town, and it's unclear whether or not she intends to come back. Uh, They kind of leave it a little bit ambiguous because, lo and behold, the queen's carriage arrives, and what a coincidence, you guys. It was, like, totes random. She didn't, (laughs) like, wow, you're here? Well, I need a walk, too. Let's let's walk and talk, girl. Everything in this scene was so
1: like i love that bell is just sitting there like yeah totally like when regina's standing there with like a little umbrella being like are you running oh are you a servant for a monster man interesting (laughs) like bell said no words and regina's just like (laughs) it's just like oh his skin's kind of weird oh like just why do you know
0: so much about this regina hmm seems odd at one point bell does get uncomfortable with how much regina is getting right and is like you know what i'm just gonna take a little breather you go on ahead and, and Gio's like no shut up we're going together this is a girl strip it's like i'm gonna take a rest oh me too let's go sit on this stump and talk
1: about boys
0: like, i loved regina's umbrella so much
1: i just i enjoy i enjoy when regina like as evil queen tries to relate to the people like her being a creepy like wannabe mom being like come live with me we'll have all of the things and like trying to like chit chat with girl like a girl like because as we know later regina did not come from a very touchy feely family she did not Uh, and so she does not have that kind of girl to girl connection ability and we Mm -hmm. it's one of the things that we see her struggle to build as the show goes on uh, which I always think is very interesting. But yeah, yeah. I just love it. it's like, let's Chad girlfriend like she's trying to talk like someone pretending to be a human woman. Like <laughs> <laughs> and, and not
0: exactly succeeding, but god damn it, she's trying because she has a goal in mind. She wants to imprint on Belle the fact that true love's kiss will break any curse, and she means any curse.
1: I love, I love the idea that this, like, like just take Rumple out of this equation and just put, like, a deadbeat boyfriend in this situation. Yeah. No, true <laughs> love's kiss will get him get, off yeah. his ass. He will go get a job. <laughs> he will bring you roses with bleeding stems. It's very weird. I'm going to keep talking about the roses thing. Uh, but, yeah, it was just, I just kept laughing, thinking about just being just like, no, my boyfriend just doesn't show enough affection. True love's kiss. He'll hug you every day.
0: Like... <laughs> and bell gets kind of excited for this and she's like oh sweet it'll work so you know what she heads back to rumple's house and and we see that rumple was up in his tower watching to see if she was coming back and the moment he saw her returning he just bounds down the stairs just he she does the move that everybody does where it's like i have to be look like i wasn't looking for you at all yeah no i wasn't watching out the window no no, no, it's
1: fine. No, I was—I've been spinning off. this gold. There's nothing on that. Shut up. Look,
0: <laughs> it reminded me of uh, like the the end of uh, *Sense and Sensibility*, where where like he's coming in for the proposal, and they they were all just lounging around doing whatever shit, and they're like, oh, he's coming, oh shit, and they run around, get themselves pretty, and then they all have their little embroideries. <laughs> like they were just doing that the whole time. I've been cross stitching this for
1: six and a half years. It's fine.
0: It's fine. <laughs> well he she comes back and is uh wanting to hear the story about his son the story is kind of uh disappointing (laughs) because there's nothing he adds to it no
1: no we'll (laughs) never learn what happens it's a mystery forever
0: but that's not why she's really here you guys she's here to lock lips with the reptile, dude. I do
1: like how when she decides to turn her game on, quote unquote, like she shows up, she just like flips her skirt up and she sits down on the spit and she's like, hey, let's talk about your feelings. Let's get real close. To-. Like she's so like, she's oh, got she, a very yeah. like, she's got a very like junior year high school like theater girl flirting just hey i'm gonna sit on your lap it's so funny i stole your hat oh my god it's my hat now like just <laughs> it got that energy to it so hard and yeah she but well, she does it she does she lays it. one on him no pulse and,
0: um and his skin starts to change back to normal and she says it's working let's do it again and then and that was the mistake because rumple freaks out instantly and shuts it he's, down he's like he's like what the fuck what are we doing girl girl and then uh he just marches over to the mirror he starts yelling at her marches over the mirror pulls it down and he's screaming at the mirror like i know it was you and like poor bell in this moment because we all know he's talking to regina bell doesn't know that <sighs> bell is no. like okay this guy is this guy's lost his mind. Oh oh uh-oh.
1: uh oh, yeah no. This was this was our second Rumpel freakout of mm-hmm. the show, uh, of the episode, and it was fascinating because he just the fact that he can be so cool and controlled and scary, but then also just this like Kylo Ren petulant child anger, just like smashing <laughs> the shit out of stuff, blows my mind. Because then she leaves and he continues smashing stuff. Like, a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah, So much stuff. At first he throws her back in the dungeon, but then he just orders her to leave. And as she's getting ready to leave, she's trying to tell him, like, you're just scared because you're a coward and you think no one can love you. And he tells her, (laughs) no, it's because my magic is more important than you. But what I did like in this moment is uh, she refused to accept that. She said, no, I know you're you're lying to yourself and you're lying to me and I do not appreciate it by bitch. And then Rumble just starts throwing everything at the wall. He's breaking all the things as he's breaking the dude's legs. It's like all very dramatic happening at the same time. And he breaks all the tea set except the chipped cup. And that's when he sinks to the floor because uh. it's too much. I do, I,
1: I appreciate the,
0: I love my
1: power more than I love you. And her going, I don't accept that answer. That right there, <laughs> those two lines, is their entire relationship for the rest of the show encapsulated. Yep. It's, it's them trying, it's, it's Belle trying to be number one and not succeeding. That's the story. That's the story mm-hmm. until the end. Because they never, they never solve this. Ever. No. which is so strange. Uh with I again I don't want to keep talking about the rest of the season but or the rest of the show but that that whole thing right there just set out the precedent for their relationship moving forward because it's 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 Rumple being stubborn because he likes his power because she's right. He is a coward. It's who he is to his very core. But to give a coward a whole bunch of power and suddenly it's weird.
0: So yeah, but yeah. at one point it's just not your character is isn't growing at one point you're 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 so your show you as a show are so desperate for your character to keep the power you become a coward and you're afraid to let him lose it so like the meta super meta well in case you're wondering why mr gold was breaking uh old Maurice's legs and saying what did you do with her this is why because later on the queen She just drops by. She's having a cash visit. Uh, She claims it's because she wants a spell to get rid of a mermaid. And we all know what mermaid she's talking about here. But she doesn't actually care about that. She's here to rub a little nose in it because she had a plan. And even if it succeeded or failed, she won. Like, she won either way.
1: Oh, yeah. No, she had this whole thing. Like, every bit of this she had wrapped up. So she she's like oh what happened to that night i love also by the way she just starts randomly pouring tea that's sitting on the table and i'm like i'm pretty sure that's been sitting there for a couple of days
0: yeah <laughs> he cold. got rid
1: of he got rid of his help in kind of a violent way so <laughs> he's not taking care of himself uh, so she's like pouring and she's like mm, okay so that nice girl that was here what happened to her Oh, you mean the girl that got, um, that you put basically a scarlet letter on by sending her away and then her father abused her until she jumped off a tower to her own death? Interesting. Interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah she just, she just, like, tells him that Belle was, when she went back to her home, She was shunned by the village. Everyone was like, you are with the beast. We can't trust you anymore. The father locks her in a tower and gets her exercised, thinking she's possessed by demons. And then she throws herself off the tower. And the way that that Regina said she died was just, I, I can't recreate how she said it, but the way she said it was just so deliciously evil. She's like, she died. She died. So it's the coldest
1: most unemotional just inhuman way of saying, like, she's just like, oh, that lady she's, she, she, she died. died. She died. Oh, I can't even say it without being like, having a very like, Midwestern tone to it. Oh, she died. Like, oh. <laughs> no, you almost have to whisper it. Oh, that girl, she jumped from the tower. What happened? She died.
0: And uh, Rumble claims that she's lying and she doesn't confirm or deny. She's just like, Am I? Am I? <laughs> what are you going to
1: believe, that she's fine and happy or my story that sounds super plausible and has way more details than anything
0: you know about? Interesting. I have more calls to make. I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she just just heads out and uh she she find she she goes she like rubs her finger on the table and is like, "Oh, this house getting dirty. You should get a new girl." That line just freaked me up.
1: How was- is oh god (laughs) how do you walk around with blood so ice cold you have to be like i mean that's got to be hypothermia you got to be a solid rock person if your your blood is that every so i thought of something very like i don't know it's like cheesy poetic uh rumple destroyed that whole room when bell left like he was regina officially came in and destroyed more more in that room
0: (laughs) yes five she did. Minutes
1: without touching a <laughs> damn thing and i was just like this is that's power this is the that, that cersei lannister sign like line power is power and it's just like yeah she's good at what she does she she's good in this capacity and she served it the entire time like i was just like this is the most cold-blooded thing i've ever witnessed in my life please do more show
0: me more like be more this- of this and this is the first time we're really seeing Regina and Rumple interacting together, right? Right. Like, in this capacity. And, and and in it, they indicate that they've had a longstanding relationship and they have this back and forth. Like, Regina had two plans here, and either one would be fine. Either Belle succeeds in getting rid of Rumple's powers, and she doesn't have to deal with him anymore, or she breaks his spirit by uh, by sending by by you know, getting him to cast out his true love, that breaks you. So either way, she's just like, "I'm good." It and is a win you know, win
1: situation. Introduce a pretty girl to the most powerful being. Somehow, it's gonna work out.
0: <laughs> and so she leaves. He puts the chipped cup on a pedestal, and he starts to cry. And that is where we end Rumple's story for the time being. But I think we got to go back to the club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so
1: this is one of my favorite things because this is um, this we start seeing some of who Mary Margaret and Snow White become later again in the show is because um, Ashley's not having a great time. She did so many shots, though. Like she's just like, ah, I gotta get drunk. It's like you just had a baby. Smelling alcohol will get you drunk. Like you have no capacity <laughs> anymore. Like it's just oh my god. So she's gonna get white girl wasted. And she's like really ready to rare to go, but then she 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 overshoots it and gets to sad drunk, and she's just like, I, just, I miss him. It's hard, which is again a completely fair emotion. Uh, and she's just like, I think I just need to go. Like this isn't what I want to be doing because. Ruby's there, and Ruby's like, I'll see a ring on that finger. You can do whatever you want. Let's party! She's like, I don't want to. And Ruby's like, fine, whatever. And she just leaves. That's my favorite part about Ruby and this whole thing. She just sort of comes in for the scenes and then like leaves immediately. Like She's that friend. I don't know if you've ever gone out drinking with this friend. I've been this friend, where it's just like, hi, okay, is something happening? Neat. And then just wanders away for a while. <laughs> just comes back. What I miss. Um... And so so she's just like, I think I need to go. And she's just like it's she's like, This isn't what I wanted. I should be able to be with the person that I want to be with, which again, this Ooh. is a very real, real problem that she is having with her inner in relationship partner because she has a baby. This again, things that happen. Snow just goes, I think I could turn this moment into a thing about me and have a self discovery. You're right it shouldn't be this hard it shouldn't be like she's like oh oh." i'm now realizing that being the side piece in a married man's relationship might not be the best course of action for me oh my
0: god Yeah, this (gasps) is definitely a situation where three women are not being there for each other they're there around each other each doing their own thing
1: yeah no this was this was let's all go out together and like everyone wanted support but none of them were willing to offer it in return like it was a very selfish girl's night out Uh, This, by the way, if all of these girls had stayed in that club, it would have ended with someone locked in a bathroom, someone just missing, most likely Ruby, because she just left and didn't tell anybody. (laughs) And then someone being way too wasted dancing on a bar and getting kicked out of the place. Anyway. But she's getting ready to leave. And her boyfriend shows up. He's just like, I have a, this is my favorite He's like, listen, I have a 20 minute break from work. Let's get, here. let's get married <laughs> let's go drive around the block a couple of times in my truck which is definitely not code for let's go have sex in my truck definitely not um and i love you so much i know this is hard but i love you so much and i'm so glad that you were like at, at home when i get home like and it's just like oh my god this is amazing also this guy totally thinks thought he was about she was about to leave him she's like he's like no i gotta crash girls night and propose <laughs> <laughs> she gonna leave my ass um she was was, uh pretty much on the brink she was she was getting there which again i just thought this was such a funny she's like he's like 20 minutes here's a ring it's not much i got it out of a gumball machine it's fine don't wear it too long your finger will turn green anyway gotta go
0: and so snow is just like
1: that's really nice i wish my boyfriend would show up and so she goes outside and her
0: boyfriend shows up (laughs) after he went to the uh card store and it was behind in in line behind rumple I getting love it. two cards and lying to Rumple's face, feeling like I don't know which one to pick, and Rumpel goes, uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh Because sure. my favorite is is Rumpel's
1: um or Mr. Gold's reaction to this is because he's holding two cards. He's holding this just like that that like what you what I think of when I think about um uh like really cheesy Hallmark cards where it's got like a poem on the front and some flowers. And on the inside, it's just like, you're my true love and everything's amazing and everything's great. And then there's one with a cartoon dog on it. <laughs> just like, I woof you. And he's just, and, Rump- and Mr. Gold looks at He goes, shopping for two different people. and He goes, no, this is, this is for my wife. Those are both for your wife. <laughs> Cause it's like, those are two different personalities. These are two different messages. What are you talking about, dude? Whatever. So, he's got two cards, and he puts them both in his breast pocket, and he was just like, I'm gonna go be a baller. Show up to the club. Hey, girl, I got you a card. Reach in without looking. Boom. Here's your card. Oh. It's the card for his- First of all, I love that the card for his wife was the cartoon dog one. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Because
1: he has no emotions towards his actual wife, he just is in it for the the, the cards and the stable relationship, I guess. And he's just like I woof you. Which again, if this is your relationship, that's your relationship. But when your relationship between two different people is I woof you, a, a card that you would give to I don't know maybe a teenager, and this just like declaration of love card.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it 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 sends a signal. Yes, but oh my god, this moment, I. I, I, like, almost looked away from the screen. It was so cringe-worthy. The cringe. It was so bad. David, oh my god. What are you even doing? I, I hate this
1: because what he's doing in this is just, like, he's, tr- again, as we've talked about before, trying to have his cake and eat it too. And so he just keeps trying to, like, rationalize it. And, like, try to bring Snow along for the ride. And, like, she's fine with it when there's a picnic and rosé nearby to trick her. But, like, in the cold light of the evening on Valentine's Day where, like, she gets the wrong card meant for someone's wife. She just saw someone get engaged. She's just upset. It's not, it's, that's the reality she doesn't want to face. And she's facing, she's looking Mm -hmm. straight into it right now. And she's just like, I don't deserve this. And he goes, no, 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 wait. We can do it. We'll find... I Here's the other card! Oh my god. <laughs> the part where he says, don't worry, I'll find a way to make it work. Listen, dumbass. Here's how it works. You divorce your wife. Then you date Mary Margaret. That's how you do it! There's, there's not a way to make it work while you're married. Unless Once Upon a Time decides to be super open-minded and introduce poly relationships, which I doubt they're going to do... The answer is you need to leave your wife. If you want to be with somebody else mm-hmm. in a monogamous relationship, you have to leave one relationship and go be with the other person. Because right now, you're being mean to both people because you're afraid of hurting feelings. And that, my friends, is very selfish and, interestingly enough, very cowardly.
0: And he said and he keeps like insisting that it's fine and leaves it to Mary Margaret to end things, <sighs> which is not fair to her. Her, <laughs> like he fucked up royally, but she's the one who has to clean up the mess. Like he's being so dumb and so I terrible. David. I hate David so much. But I hate him so much. <laughs> you know what? That like she says it's over. He's not giving up because, goddamn it, charming. And she leaves. Bye bye. See and, you, dude. But then we got Emma showing up as mr gold is beating a man senseless yeah oh, they 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 cart away
1: mr mo french and he is on oxygen he is covered in bandages. he does not look great emma makes a kind of weird remark she's like well luckily he didn't hit anything he needs i think he needs his arms emma <laughs> are you just saying congratulations you didn't hit him in the dick wow weird <laughs> look, <laughs> what a weird thing to say and this scene goes on a little bit longer than I think it should because by the time it gets to like her final line, I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Because I was like, "Is she going to let him walk away from this?" Is
0: yeah, there's like there's too much back and forth for what was eventually going to happen, which was she was going to
1: arrest I, him. In my mind, Emma as a character would have arrested him the moment she got got there because this is this is a horrific thing that just happened, and she's just like, "Oh, so what do you?" What's going on? He's like, hey, it he wasn't even here. <laughs> what, and they back and forth back and fro-
0: Huh? <laughs> watching a good sports
1: lately? I know, right? She's like, what's going on anyway? Oh, you got a little smuts right here. Oh, it's blood? Okay. Um, And so she's like, Rumpel, you're under arrest. Or, Mr. Gold, you're under arrest. And he was like, you can't arrest me. And she's like, watch me. And so she does. And she throws him in a cell. And then while he's sitting in the cell, she's eating a sandwich. And <laughs> she's like, do you want half? He's "It'll like, be my favor to you." I'll give you. And he's like, "When I ask for a favor, it will be more than for a sandwich." Then he turns around and asks her for a favor. Like five seconds later, just uh, just a fun note because Regina shows up with Henry, and Henry. I love that at no point does Henry look concerned or confused about anything. He's just shows up. Hi, Emma. I'm here for ice cream. Hi, Hi Mr. Gold. Hi, because bars. I'm in jail. Uh, and, and Regina just goes, I will give you 30 minutes with him. Go. She's like, um, you want to be alone with the prisoner? First of all, it's Mr. Gold and his Regina. They know each other. They've met. Um, anyway, and she's, and Regina just blinks at her. 29 and a half minutes. And they're like, let's go! And Emma leaves. And just as a note, if you ever rewatch this scene, Emma's hair bouncing is such a hair goals thing for me. Like, she's just leaving <laughs> and just her hair is just bouncing like Goldilocks. I'm like, oh my god. So look, I've always been trying to achieve with my long hair. And it never works. So then we get an interesting scene. of mm-hmm. um, we. So we've introduced Belle in this situation. But another shoe also drops. That's Regina right. t- makes Chip appear. She's like, I have it. She's, he's like, I knew it. I knew you told him to take that
0: from, from me. I knew it. She's like, I just kind of nudged him in the right direction. Well, the thing I do want to add here is that, like, Regina's life goals for this episode was to have five minutes to chat with Rumple, But every time he kept blowing her off by saying, please get the fuck out of my way, <laughs> uh, which she has to listen to because of aforementioned curse, um, but yeah, so she's just like, now you're behind bars, you can't get anywhere, we're gonna have a talk. Yep, so she, she
1: says that she has, uh, chip, or she didn't call it mm-hmm. chip, she's like, I have a cup, interesting thing to keep, hmm, I will give it to you under one condition. What's your name, man? <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's like, my name is Mr. Gold. My favorite part of this is he never had a first name. What's your name? Mr. Gold. My name it's is like, Mr. Gold. He's like, dude, come on. And she just, like, stands there with, like, the the fury of a thousand suns. And she's like, no. What is your name? He's just like, is Rumpelstiltskin? And she's like, here you go. Know? And she, like, fumbles the cup to him. And he's just like, oh, fuck. Like, like ah, <laughs> ah.
0: But yeah, I, it, I don't think liked, I, yeah. I liked the scene because of how Rumpel played it. Because for a while, it seemed like he didn't know. It seemed like he didn't know what she was talking about. Um, And that could be because he was searching for it or he was just, I'm guessing he was just trying to play her because he really didn't want to to admit that he knew. Um, But yeah, like he, he, he has like the fear of God in his eyes. Like he's just like a deer in the headlights being like, no, it's Mr. Gold. What are you talking about? It's it's always been Mr. Gold. I'm, I'm Mr. Gold. And then she just asks him one more time. And then it's like, he's like darting around. And then he just calm face. And she says, still skin. What's your
1: name, man? <laughs> still skin. And he's just like, here you go. Alrighty. And then it's like, the, the deal has been struck. She's like, I have all the power. And he's just like, whatever. It's just my dead girlfriend's cup. <laughs> On that note, Regina wanders to the hospital you know Mm storybrook er you know the the storybrook general and she goes in and in the waiting room is uh mr mo french and he is just sitting there all bandaged to hell again emma's comment about you didn't strike anything you needed he's in a full neck brace and he's covered in bruises come on emma (laughs)
0: yeah he needs needs to walk and
1: talk and function as a human being everyone needs that Yeah, he's like, I don't need anything. Oh, you're right. Six months of physical therapy. Well, that's easy to knock out. And then she walks to a sign that says exit. And she beep, boop, beep, boop. And she walks in it. And she, like, looks around to make sure that no one sees her go in it. And she goes in it. And she goes downstairs. And she delivers a single rose. I don't remember.
0: Do they say her name in this one? No, but from what I've heard, like, she's supposed to kind of be, like, Nurse Ratched. That's what and I this thought. is, like, th- a whole, like, one flew over the cuckoo's nest thing.
1: So I got that. I, I, I just forgot if they, they actually named her Miss Ratched or it was just, or, doc, or whatever, Nurse Ratched. But anyway. Can I see her? who saw her today? No one saw her today. Ever. Every day.
0: <laughs> she is alone and will
1: die alone. It's amazing. So, so, Regina, tip, doop, 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 walking, walking, lonely janitor cleaning just staring and uh yeah regina opens up the little like peephole thing to look in and uh there she is little miss bell alive and well (gasps) oh that rhymed nice done 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 she didn't jump off a tower and die she's fine oh no (laughs) what does it mean this is another
0: this is another example of the earlier seasons of the show doing things so much better than later seasons. Because in later seasons, you can a hundred percent guarantee we would have saw the reveal of Belle in Regina's tower, back in Fairy Tale Land in the same yeah. episode. Yeah, but they're saving that. Like they yeah. know. Like they're they're like you said they're, with with Rumple's wife, they're feeding us and little pieces because they know where the story is going and the story that they want to tell, which is something we don't see later on. And while this episode was messed up and I have mixed feelings about it, there are some things about it that are just really good. Yeah, this this
1: episode and this whole season really, really, like, helps with my theory of the fact that the first couple of seasons of shows are often the best because they've got them fleshed out They haven't talked to anybody. There's no fan theories that are fueling them. It's just like, we're going to do this, and this is what is going to be the end, and they can just deal with it. As you go on, you suddenly get a lot more input. You're being, I mean, whether they say they were or they weren't, but they're being influenced by fan ideas or fan theories. Like the actors start having ideas because they've been influenced by fan theories or ideas. And suddenly the show starts to fall apart if you don't have it planned out to a certain point. And I feel like this show specifically, I can't tell you exactly where, but I think they had it planned up to a point. And this is, this I call it my How I Met Your Mother theory. Because How I Met Your Mother's first couple seasons are so good! And then they're like, this show's so great, let's continue stretching it. And then they stretched it and stretched it until it didn't have any life and all the rewatchability went away lost is another example of this mm-hmm. just you
0: can't hey just... and the creators of this show are the guys behind lost
1: yes so it makes a lot of sense you start flying by the cedar of your pants and you, you start losing some stuff uh G- game of thrones same way when you have all the source material you know where you're going when you again you just start kind of doing whatever you want you lose it so this i think once upon a time suffered from this i couldn't tell you the exact moment i'd be interested if anybody has theories on that mm-hmm. um But yeah, this was definitely one of those things where it's like they know exactly what happened to Rumble's wife, whether they give it to us in the next episode or in 10 episodes from now. And they only give us a glimpse of Belle. We don't know what Regina's plans are. At the the end of this, you're just sitting there going, oh, my God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. The end. (laughs) The end. That was season one, episode 12, Skin Deep. And we want to thank all of you guys for joining us for this latest episode. Uh, I want to thank our wonderful patrons. We've got our baby dragons, our hello dearies, and of course our snow queens. We've got Jacob Fulcalt, pra- Paul, Brian, Sanina, Blake Brinkley, and Zach Chobanoff. You can su- support us on Patreon as well. Just head to patreon.com slash timing. You can uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can join our wonderful Facebook group. That is facebook.com slash group slash timing. You can find us on Twitter at timing. I am personally at Beth Elderkin. I am at just underscore Abby. And we will be back next week with Season 1, Episode 13, What Happened to Frederick? That's oh. a really good question because I don't even know who Frederick
1: is. We might have needed to... To throw this in up top as like news or something like that, but in case anyone isn't aware, Once Upon a Time is being pulled from Netflix. Yes, it is! So, I've heard rumors that it is going to Disney Plus. I've heard rumors that it's going to Hulu. We are going to continue Yes, we <laughs> the will. The show must go on. We will find we will continue our way. It it will it will not stop because it's not on Netflix. We are not we are <laughs> we are not subject to Netflix whims and contract rules.
0: Yes, yeah, so we will keep you updated as soon as we learn more about where the show is heading. My gut is telling me Hulu because Hulu has a landing page for it already and Disney Plus does not. Um, so my gut is telling me it will be on Hulu, but that could also be just holdover from when the show ended back in 2018. But you know what? We are in this for the long haul. Netflix be damned. Yes, and if <laughs> if we have to change our
1: format because it's not readily available for everybody, we might add a little bit more descriptions to help you follow along. Uh, but other than that don't worry guys we're not going anywhere you
0: can always (laughs) find us here we're not leaving we promise (laughs) thank you so much for joining us everyone and Abby we will see you next week see you next week Beth